everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. Wow, John, just shaking it up today, huh? Feel yeah, changing, changing how I emphasize words. Feeling a little saucy. I like it. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're the... We're the I, well, I guess the would accent it better. That's kind of why to. I did it. Well, it's actually supposed to be the how-to, because you don't... You only say V when it well, starts with well, a how vowel. How-to how is an adjective. You wouldn't say the Emily. It's the Emily. Well, yeah, but... It's not it's the end. It's the end. So it's the how-to. You don't say the hospital. I'm going to the hospital. The horse. <laughs> I do say <Yeah>. that. <laughs> <laughs> Because it sounds fancier, but, and I always want to sound fancy when addressing nature's noblest creatures. When I'm talking about horses. Uh, anyway, we're the, we're the only one. We're yeah. the only how-to podcasts. We are. Don't, don't even don't try anything. to look for other uh, how-to podcasts, because they don't exist yeah. to be looked. If you this think is... that they're there, they're not. If yeah, this is why we did this. If you already subscribed to one, unsubscribe from them immediately. Well, yeah, because they're, 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 they're doing imposters. A, they're doing a... Th- the thievery because yeah, John and I were thinking when we did this podcast, you know, we didn't even want to do it, but we were looking for a how to podcast and we couldn't find one. And so we were looking for how. a how to podcast specifically by siblings who didn't know anything. Yeah, specifically. And we couldn't find it. And we said, well, damn, you know, but we can't, how can we complain about this? We're part of the problem. We decided to become part of the solution and make a how to podcast. And that's, that's, that's this. And that's why you get, the joy of right. listening to our dulcet tones today right and we're we also we wanted to be a show by people who didn't know anything we're clearly geniuses obviously if you've listened to anything of ours before this right now you'll know that we're super super smart yeah well there's a difference between so, knowledge and intelligence and I feel like the way we were able to be so smart is that we we specifically did not cram our heads full of all this silly knowledge because every day is a learning experience and you don't need to know things to to know how to how to do things. Given the given right. an opportunity, we could figure it out like a crow yeah. that is given a wire and a tube with a snack in it. The crow doesn't know anything, but it's going to figure it out. And I think John and I are at least as intelligent as your average crow. So I'm just I'm just as smart as your average crow. I'm not just as not, this is not, not smarter than just as smart. Not your average not your, crow. Not not your grandfather's crow. <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe. I guess it'd be a raven. That's Edgar fine. Allen crow. Uh, okay. This is a how-to podcast. This is a how-to podcast. We're we we have a topic every week that we get from our listeners. If you want to submit a how-to, submit to downtimesubs at gmail.com. And we take your suggestions, and we we give you instructions on how to do them. Yep, yep. And before we get to the actual show today, John, I want I wanted to share some, some updates on my life with you. Um, yeah. Because I think it's very relevant to this podcast. So I, I moved back to South Carolina. I am, I am temporary temporarily living with the folks 
super cool, super Emily dope. has to live with our mom and dad because she's Yeah, dumb. just real. It feels great, and I feel If you live proud. with your parents, it's totally fine. It's a, it's a hard world out there. I'm sorry. I feel very proud of myself, and, you know, I, I am living with my parents, and they are fans of the Today Show. And all of right. it. And so I've been watching this this television that I have not been watching. But a certain is somebody... Is Hoda still on that? She is. She is. So she does that and and she's anchoring for NBC now. Is she? She does both. She's yeah, because Matt Lauer like... got in... Matt Lauer got in some... Got in some corporate trouble. I do remember something about that. Something about a button on his desk... That locked the door. Like, that, that is just, door. that's creepy. Well, also, the harassment of well, yeah, many, but just many like women the, in the, the office space. But, but yeah, it's really, it's really crazy how it was so thought through, though. Like, he was like, I want to molest people, so I'm going to engineer something that allows me to do it. Very much like a serial killer would make a murder house. I don't know if that was probably the goal of the like, button. A molesty office, like he created it. I think that was probably for porn. Maybe I don't know, whatevs. But that's not what I'm getting to. I did not know. I wasn't going to be like, you know, it's weird. Matt Lauer's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew about that. I wanted to talk about our good, our good friend Al Roker. Yes. For a moment. The Al Roker that we're going to beat up, maybe, so I was supposed point. to fight him in March of last year. It is now March. Yeah, a year. Oh, it's been a calendar year since Ex- you were supposed to do that. Exactly. So, it is now March. But I have made an observation about Mr. Roker that I believe changes because the terms of the original agreement stated if he, he did not the put the weight back on, I would right. fight him. Now, last year again? he was going strong, but... I don't know if you've seen him lately. He's looking pretty tubby, which in my mind makes him safe, because I don't want to fight we someone who's physically so much bigger than we me. We made a difference. We made a difference. Wow. Here, it took us a year longer than we thought we we would. Amazing. But we did it. We did it. Mission accomplished, guys. Good I'm job. so proud. Good job. Now the real question. Was that our first episode? No. No. No, it was not. Wasn't it? it was I thought of, we had that sign-off from episode one. No, it was one of the first episodes. But now I'm wondering, to you, John, should I get a new catchphrase by the end of the month? A new catchphrase? A new, a new sign-off. A new sign-off. A new sign-off. Oh, man. Should I stick with the old one? But Al Roker, I Will Fight You is pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, we could... We could try to bully Al Roker into losing the weight again. We could, and then I would have to fight him contractually, obligated to fight him. And then he would have a full year from the date that we set that you're going to fight him to actually do it. Hmm. These are the hard choices, folks. These are the hard choices. Because I would like to keep saying that I'm going to fight Al Roker, but legally I can't if he gains back all of the weight, which it seems like he might be doing. So I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to watch his weight very carefully, right. which I'll be able to do because the Today Show. I feel like I'm in the house of the Today Show where it is just constantly on, and <laughs> I don't really know what to do. Also, HGTV. Just I I I've been unemployed for like three days now. Back at home, 
and I have watched so much HGTV. Um, it's easy to do, man. Yeah, I feel like now I can make millions of dollars flipping houses. By the way, that show Flip or Flop, you're just watching yeah. them make money. Like, that's the whole... Yeah. Is there any other show where they're like, hey, this is how much money we just made for ourselves. And you're supposed to be like, good job! I guess, like, poker tournaments and stuff. Pawn stars. But... I, yeah. yeah. Actually, I wait, no. Pawn stars is usually them buying stuff from people. How yeah, often do you them, see like, them sell things. stuff? They, yeah, I mean, we know that they do, but in reality, they buy things from people. But these guys are just clapping themselves on the back. Like... Hey, we just made another $70,000, but then they have the gall to turn around and whine about their budget the next project. Like, that's Isn't not Flip the or Flop the one with their, where they're going to get divorced, like, really soon? Tark and Christina or, very clearly hate each other. It's like Tark, no, 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 no. There was a, there was a huge, th where he, like... He chased her down the street was, with some sort of gun or something. Yeah, he, he, no. It he brandished a weapon... It does make he the brandished show a weapon and then left. He fled his house and was running around the street with a weapon drawn. But I don't think, I don't think he chased her out of the house. Oh, okay. Well, I think he threatened her and then ran away. Okay. Well, the show is super fun to watch because they very clearly just hate each other's guts. Yeah. But then they like have to pretend for their establishing shots and for their opening scenes, they have to pretend to be doing things together. And it's right. very clear that they just don't do that anymore. They're like, "Hello, how 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 are you today, husband?" So like, good, good <laughs> wife. You're like, oh, "Oh no, there's not great chemistry between them." But now well. there's a new flipper flap coming out with a, a couple that is already divorced. I did actually. I caught a little <laughs> bit of that. It's flipper flop Nashville, and I think it's fucking yeah. brilliant. Because That's really good. You can't. We've, fuck we've it had up enough. If you're we've already. had enough problems with with couples that have serious marital issues. Let's get past all that. <laughs> Let's just zoom forward into the future. The future of television. I mean, it's really it's fantastic. I did see yeah. a few of those apps. Few of those sweet sweet apps. But yeah, I, I guess no one is. Uh, no one can be uh, Chip and. No Joanna. one can be Chip and Joanna. You know, no one can love each other as purely and as much as Chip and Joanna. Apparently yeah, they're having... They're opening a restaurant. And apparently they're having a fifth child. Yes. So just a lot of good stuff. Kit was real mad about that. The, the restaurant. Not the fifth child. Kit I was, was going to say, what does Kit have against their children? Chip and Joanna. And <laughs> Chip and Joanna Gaines. And he just wanted to be a part of that family. And he knows he wanted, there's not enough room but for him now. He knows he's 27, right? <laughs> no. No one tell him. <laughs> All right. Okay. This this how tos. Let's do it. We have a show. We do. We have a show for you today, on, folks. We put it on. I'm excited. Every week. It's, it is a show. I'm excited to share it with you. Okay. You know the how to. You've seen it. You've read it. It it's coming to your feed. You've seen it on Facebook, on on uh, Friendster, MySpace. Sure. Yep. And uh, you know the show Bebo. is how how to cry. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Rock on. Okay, cool. So How we're gonna we're, we're gonna sit down and we're gonna we're gonna walk you through all the ways that you can cry. We're gonna we're gonna let it all out today on downtown. We're gonna we're letting it all loose. We're just we're just gonna open up, be open with about our feelings and about ourselves. Now, why why would you want to cry? You might ask. Uh, you say, Emily, John, why why do we want to cry? Crying 
is a sign of severe sadness. Why do uh, I want to be sad? Well, sometimes you gotta let it good. out. It's good to purge. I don't know if you've seen the movie The Purge, but it's, it's very, good to it's do a very it. healthy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very healthy practice to purge. Yeah, that's what I walked away from that movie thinking. Yeah. Did I right. see the purge in theater? I did see the purge. You in did. Theater. No, I remember. I remember you and I both saw it in theaters because we were talking through the whole thing because that's what both you and I do when we're like vaguely scared and anxious as we make jokes about things out loud. And it was a very crowded theater, and people got very mad at us. Did they? Yes. I thought everyone thought we people were. People told us delightful. to be quiet several times. Don't go oh. see like horror thriller movies with Emily and I because we will ruin them. Oh, yeah. Well, we were in pretty much every experience. I remember that time when we went to, uh, like, pretty much any time you and I are together in any sort of public setting, it's going to go wrong. Like, remember when we went to Mellow Mushroom? And we can't go there anymore no. now. We went to Mellow Mushroom. Wait, what happened at Mellow Mushroom? We were very bad. We were very mean to the, we were, like, teasing the waitress who did not understand our jokes at all. Oh, that's yeah. when we were with Taylor. We were with Taylor, and it was just the three of us being babies. Like, absolute <laughs> garbage babies. And, yeah. And, uh, yeah, tortured that poor, poor waiter. And yeah, I think, I think we tipped. I think we tipped her okay. We tipped very well because you that's one thing we we know we have to do whenever we're out some places. We do have to tip very well or else yeah. just You know, you know what I say. I was going to say you know what they say, but no one says this. But okay. this is what I say. If you don't have enough money to tip 20%, you don't have enough money to go out. And I firmly believe that. I do too. And so yeah, especially when you plan on just just torturing your servers because yeah you have nothing better to do and you think you're funny and that's what we do so that that was a really elaborate segue to get to how to cry and how to cry is to be a server for me and emily yes absolutely yeah. or just be a server in general because this is not a fun job at all it's not Although it does, actually, that's like the opposite of how to cry because it does harden you to the world and you stop caring that's about true. literally everything because you cannot care and be, you just can't. It's just not, I mean, you can care about your job, but you can't care about, I don't know, you can't get your feelings hurt afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, no, you get, you get kind of stone skin about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, how to cry. How to cry. <laughs> Sorry, we got we got bogged down in our our server experiences yeah, there for a bit. We're all, we're all deep in that. Uh... Um. Okay. How to cry? Number one. Be a baby. That's true. Babies cry a lot. Just like sort of don't even be a baby, but sort of uh, reduce your methods in which you can you can express yourself. So yeah, stop talking. Uh, stop doing things stop for yourself. Stop being able to talk. Yeah, stop being able to yeah. talk or do things for yourself. And then you're going to realize God, is that, that why babies cry? Duh. It's because they want something and they don't know how to express it? Of course. That's like the That's whole miserable. thing. That's the whole thing about babies, John. That's like the one that thing. That fucking sucks. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, I'm sorry. Have you ever seen a baby be like, hello, father, please give me some milk? <laughs> 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 they don't have the 
tool. No, I just thought you think they they're just, just got... crying for the shit of it, man. Like I don't know, dude. I've never thought yes, about it. Yes, hello. I would like to be changed now. And but there's they <laughs> they can. That's the thing about babies is they can say it. They just decide that they 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 don't want to, and they're just gonna be an asshole about it to to just be irritating and annoying. Right. They're yeah. gonna be like, yeah, I really don't want to be in church right now. But instead of <laughs> saying that, because I could say it, you know, I could just turn to my mom and be like, hey, mom, church is boring as fuck. But the baby's not <laughs> going to do that. I could usually just turn to my parents and say, hey, this hey! sucks. <laughs> hey, let's yeah. not be here anymore. It sucks. It sucks so much. I don't want to. <laughs> Why would you bring me here? I don't understand what they're saying. I don't like it at all. And it's not meant for babies. It's not good. But instead, they don't. They can't say that. And so they have to scream and yell. And I want to go back home and watch Paw Patrol. I want to watch Mom! Doc McStuffins. <laughs> bring me the Doc McStuffins right now. That's, if you didn't know, listeners, that is a, that is a, uh, a, a show that is popular with children. Yep. I don't even babysit. No, okay. Oh my god, wait, to talk about babies. I just I just had a wonderful connection with a beautiful, beautiful baby in a restaurant. Okay. Normally I'm not in favor nice. of bringing babies to restaurants, but this baby was the cutest baby in all of the land. And right. she she kept going out of her way to make eye contact with me and babble at me. And that right. I thought was adorable. And if every baby could just be this specific adorable baby that was just happy <laughs> as a clam, eating empanadas next to me, that would be. Emily dope. might want babies at some point. If I that don't was the case. really. I would want babies if every baby was like this baby, because this particular right. baby was the shit. I wanted to be like to That's this awesome. to its mom. I wanted to be like, hey, your baby's dope. But yeah. she also, I did make eye contact with the baby and make a face at the baby and smile at the baby and wave and then look up at its mother and its mom was like, huh, like kind of smiling like nervously. And I wanted to be like, no, it's cool. I just like your baby. And I, I don't know. It was a cute baby. And I told, I told the world about it now. That's nice. Yeah. I nice interaction. with. I baby. have a relationship with babies where they just kind of stare at me. Babies like to stare at things. Yeah, but I find that they like to stare at me specifically a lot. Like, whenever I see a baby out, out and about, I find them just staring me down. Not with not with any sort of, like, happy face or, like, I don't make them cry when they look at me or, or anything like that. I just see them and they just stare me down for, like, a long time. Well, that's a baby. That's, that baby is challenging you, John, and you haven't met the challenge. And actually, all babies know this because all babies have a sort of micro-universe that they, they reside in. And right. so they and all have made... this is one of the very few things that they can actually just yeah. telepathically communicate with one another. Exactly. And that baby is looking at you, and you look like a baby, and so it's trying to do telepathy with you to challenge oh. you to a baby battle. But oh, okay. it so doesn't realize that, that you're an adult, a babe, a baby battle. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just general uh, tumbling and uh, what, what do babies do? Rattles, you know, they smack each other with that, throw okay. down. The whole thing happens inside a, a So it's a physical pen. fight. Yeah, it's a, it's a physical fight. And those babies are okay. challenging you. And next time you just need I to meet their gaze. I didn't realize that babies were so combative. Yeah, no, babies are violent. They, yeah. like I said, they have no verbal means of, 
of expressing themselves, except for right. you know, obviously telepathically with one another. But that only right. leaves them a couple avenues. One of them is crying, which of course we've gone over, and then the other is physical combat, and that. So it's all it's all very primal. It is. It is. And so that's how, and that's like the mindset we have to get ourselves into for the sake of this episode. To really get to dig into the psyche, maybe even physically dissect a baby's brain, but dig okay. into the psyche of of your common baby, and and that's the, the mental space we need to learn to occupy, so that we can learn right. how to how to cry. So I've got uh, I've got something that kind of goes along with that um, for how to make yourself cry. Dissecting. Baby brains. Mm, well, I mean that it might work because of how horrifying it is to watch. Probably. Yeah, that would. But, that could make me cry. No, it couldn't. I've dissected things before. It's not. Okay. Uh, I think it'd be a little different than a cat, but okay. What you got? How to cry? What makes What makes you cry? I was gonna say just hit yourself really hard. It's true. It could work. Just watch the fox and the hound. That's mine. If you watch well, we'll the get, Fox well, and the here's Hound, the we'll we'll get into movies. Oh, oh, we're gonna we get so whole... deep into movies, man. We're yeah. gonna go down the rabbit hole, which is another sad movie. Although it's sadder as a play. Yeah, so we will we'll we'll get to movies definitely really soon here. Uh, I've got first. so it was it was kind of a series that I had. It was hit yourself really hard, mm-hmm. or. You could have your friend hit you really hard. And then it's sort of like a... It's sort of like a double whammy because you feel betrayed by them. Exactly, exactly. So Mm. you're crying because it hurts, but also you're crying because you've been betrayed. I did that to someone once. back by your friend. I I literally did that to someone. Only it wasn't stabbing, it was kicking. But yes, I... You kicked a poor girl in the spine. She did cry. Well, it was... It was the... It was the heat. It was the the deep heat of the summer. It was sun madness. And you, you kicked a poor girl in the spine. Hey, you know. And she cried. She did cry. It was not a good choice. I've since worked on my impulse control. Because yeah. you ever just feel like shoving someone? Like. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, really. <laughs> but do you? <laughs> no. I'm not, you don't. not out of anger or anything, but just like walk past you. <laughs> I could just shove them. You wait. I'm actually concerned that you don't. No, I don't. Really, you never. Yes. No, I don't. I don't get the urge to shove random people in the street. No. Really. Yes. You're never walking to something. (laughs) You're never walking down the sidewalk, and someone's walking towards you, and they're closer to the edge of the sidewalk than you are, and you just want to push them. No. This is news to... I didn't know other people didn't feel like this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an anger or any dislike, but it's just an urge to push. Or to tackle sure, people. So I'm I just sure want to tackle someone. Wow, that's... Oh, God. <laughs> it's not... I feel like it's healthy. I, I do suppress it. It's it. not. I guarantee <laughs> it's not. So... There's hit yourself really hard. Have your friend hit you really hard, so then it's the pain and the betrayal. Don't walk past you can also, you can also hit your friend really hard, and then, I you would cry because, 
you don't like seeing your friend in pain. And it's sort of an empathy thing. Oh, that wouldn't work on me. (laughs) (laughs) That would work. (laughs) As you can deduce, I think. I'm not a sociopath. You might be. I might be. A little bit. Hey, like I said, I repress the urge to push people. Except for that one time. And I blame the sun. That's good. Thank God. I was probably a little dehydrated, been standing in the sun, and the urge came over me, and I was weaker than I normally am, and I was unable to fight it. Right. Mm -hmm. So you kicked a poor girl in the spine. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe she was, no, she wasn't asking for it at all, and in fact, she's a a very dear friend of mine. I don't, yeah, it was the sun. It was the sun madness. Okay, is that... What do we What do we got for music, Emily? We have music! We have a wonderful <laughs> artist from right here in Polly's Island. He's like actually, always. He's actually my neighbor. His name is oh. Tom Segudo. And he is a guitarist. He plays mostly rock. So he does a lot of, like, pretty classic, like, Zeppelin-esque. Or is it Led Zeppelin? No. Leonard Skinner, sorry, not Led Zeppelin. He plays a lot of like yeah, Leonard Leonard Skinner esque stuff, and he's really fantastic. And I hope you enjoy him. His name's Tom Segudo, and this is his song, Mr. Reject. <laughs> You're busy for me, you got my money to say. I'm feeling crazy and it just won't lie I got rejected three times today Oh, she hurt me in every way I'm a serene, gotta find a way To get a woman to somehow stay It seems easy, gotta fall out of prey I'll be happy when I get in my way I'm a serene, gotta find a way to get a woman to somehow stay It seems easy But I pray I'll be happy When I get in my way See me, feel me, hear my pain The little woman drives me insane I must read it, have a right to choose That I will win or I will lose I must read it, gotta find a way To get a woman to somehow stay It seems easy, but I pray I'll be happy when I get in my way I must read it, gotta find a way To get a woman to somehow stay it seems easy, but I pray I'll be happy when I get in my way.
Mr. Reed, you gotta tell me the truth. I see no problems between me and you. Well, this work out, will I stay the same? Please don't make me take the blame. Gotta find a way to get a woman to somehow stay. It seems easy, but I pray I'll be happy when I get in my way. I must have really gotta hear the call of that woman who will make me fall. I take rejection almost every day. I'll be happy when I get in my way. Tom Segudo with his song, Mr. Reject. If you'd like to hear more from Tom, please go to the link we provide in the description below. He's got a great YouTube page, and he also teaches guitar lessons. So, yeah, uh, he, on the internet, or else I wouldn't say it, because I don't think a lot of our listeners are in Polly's Island. But, yeah, yep. really great. He's the founder of Yet. Tom's Rock and Guitar. And, yeah, as you can tell, he rocks that guitar. So, very happy. Thank you Word. so much. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom. All right, so now we're now we're into we've gotten the the sort of primal crying out of the way. That's that's just you have just being a, a baby child who doesn't know how to communicate. It's the purest form of crying. No, that's not the, the purest. Pur the purest form of the crying. purest well, form of I crying. I guess yeah, that would be sadness. Uh, no, what would the purest form of crying be? Probably like when an angel gets their wings. Right. But what Everyone knows that with every tear that falls. An angel. Every pure tear. Maybe like... Every, right. Maybe when a virgin cries okay. over a Redirection love letter <laughs> written to okay. her by a man she doesn't know. Wait, that's scary. <laughs> that's frightening. <Yeah. laughs> Emily doesn't know what purity is. <laughs> Emily's never experienced a pure thing in her life. Obviously not. Um, Many impure <laughs> thoughts. The priest asked me to stop going to confession. Yeah. Um, it's like we can't handle this anymore. The purest tears are we need unicorn to get the best, tears. The best priests in the diocese. <laughs> Please help. No, they are. It's unicorn tears. Right. The ones that exist. Yeah. Obviously, what yeah. other unicorns would I be talking about? 
Right. Yeah. No. No. It was a stupid question. Yeah. I, that's one of those things that I didn't need to clarify, so but I wanted dumb. to anyway. Yeah. Just over specific. It's. I mean, I understand where that's coming from because it's an audio medium. So at times we feel the need to over explain. Like if right. I was explaining how to do yoga, then it would be very difficult over the audio medium. Right. So I'd have to over-explain everything. That's what's John. That's what John is saying. Similar to what you're doing right now about, about how how to over-explain about a podcast. Very good. At uh, it. Here's how a to professional. Cry. Right. Listen to Hamilton for the first time. Oh my god! Or the second time, or the third time, or right. just, yeah, or just no, go back yeah. right now and listen to the final scene of Hamilton and just try to right. try to choke said, back those tears. I said tears. for the first time, and I immediately kind of went back. It's just like, yeah, who pretty much every who time. Dies, who tells your story? <clears throat> should we demonstrate? Should we listen to this right now together? We shouldn't. We should. No. I'll cut it out, but then just put our react. You know, like when they have those reaction YouTube videos? Right. And it'd be really good audio of us crying. I mean, what would we listen to? It would be the, the scene finale. where... Well, no, I don't know if everyone's listened to Eliza. it. That's my favorite part. That's when I cry. I don't cry any other time but then like the orphanage thing and you're like oh god oh my god also yeah. you can't spoil history like that you know so i mean i guess it's also kind of like embellished uh yeah but like still it's not a surprise that he gets murdered like everyone knows that well no i was i was thinking his son I... that's definitely the saddest part in the in the show I don't know. Yeah, is, I is mean, when his son dies, that is very sad. But can I counter with the fact that she runs an orphanage because he was an orphan? And oh yeah, like, that part's brutal. Like, but it's really so just rough. building on. It's it's just sort of tacked onto the end to really just kick you while you're down. I'm pretty sure if I saw Hamilton in theater in the theater, I would be crying the whole time. Yeah. Like I'm fairly certain that just I would be I would become so overwhelmed by everyone on stage just like singing their hearts out. I think with to just some dope ass tunes, I think I would cry. Cuz I've gotten to this point where I get very emotional when people are like doing something they love and are doing their best and succeeding at it. Like right. I saw This is really this is something that genuinely made me cry the other day and I was like, "Really, Emily?" This is you now, I guess. This new sensitive you. I watched four uh, Filipino girls on The Voice do, I don't know, they're like four sisters. There's a girl band on The Voice, the British Voice. Mm-hmm. And they flew all the way from the Philippines to go and audition for The Voice. And they did a very okay job. they did well you know i think they were doing um not you know the moulin rouge song or something something like that you know it was like a girl bandy song uh like the have you ever seen yes also okay yeah okay i didn't cry at that one though um but no and they did a very good job you know for live and they're belting but you can tell it's sort of a learned it doesn't come from a genuine place. It comes from, like, a mimicking place. 
And, but like everyone was very moved and Simon said it was the best audition he's ever seen for The Voice. And that is certainly not true. That's 100% not true. No, but they were so cute and they were sisters and performing together and they were like, we love this so much. And I was like, you know, I cried. I did. While while simultaneously thinking that I did not think it was that good, I also cried. So right, (laughs) obviously like... Something about people doing their best, especially like siblings doing stuff together, really gets me. It really Aww. chokes me up. Yeah, that's cute. It is. Yeah, I thought so. Do you cry? Do you cry thinking about this podcast? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can take from that what you will. <laughs> uh, no. okay. So we're into we're into media. So. There's there are some movies that never never fail to make one tear up or full on cry. Mm. And the first one is supposed to be Old Yeller. I actually <laughs> I actually researched this. I did some I did some googling and found a, a list of the top movies that make you cry. Mm-hmm. And Old Yeller was number one. That's funny because that I am a movie crier, like a very hardcore movie crier, and I did. Right. I was young, but I did not. You were very yes. That's the thing. I don't even think I was like conscious in any sort of way. You might not have been uh, alive. I might not have been alive. No, I think I was because you were talking. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. You were old enough to speak, so I was probably an infant. But our parents have a story of when. Emily and our older brother Kit watched Old Yeller for the first time, and when they were shooting the dog, because that's how that movie ends, spoiler, sorry, they shoot the dog at the end, uh, the two of them were just kind of talking nonchalantly about it. Yeah, I said, hey Kit, what's happening? And he goes, they're burying the dog, the old dead dog. And I was like, alright, cool. And my parents thought that they were uh, demons, yeah. I guess, because they were probably crying. Yeah. Well, Dad was definitely Dad crying. Dad was definitely Mom, crying. Mom might not have been. Yeah, but no, she definitely was too. I mean, it's a sad, sad movie. Yeah. And it no, is the dog movie. that dies. It's, dogs are It's pure, the number one movie to make you cry, apparently. Poor, poor souls, but pure souls. There we go. Puppy tears um, are the purest tears. Watch A Walk to Remember. Is that also on the... I have not seen A watch to, a Walk to Remember. I have seen it 27 times. Have you? Yeah. Is it? Does it make but you cry? That's it, not entirely fair. No, I'm definitely... Uh, I'm definitely immune to it at this point. Uh, or really at any point. Because I... W- what happened was, is my roommates and I in college found a... A TV set with a built-in VCR in, like, a trash can, basically. And we brought it back to our apartment, and we found a copy of A Walk to Remember inside it. And so from then on, every party that we hosted, which we tried to host them pretty often, we would be playing A Walk to Remember on loop. And whenever it got to the credits, we would mark a dash on the top of the TV set with a marker. Mm -hmm. And by the end of the year, we got to 27. Oh my god but did you cry once after seeing it one time no so no. you're not but giving it, it is one you... of those movies though there's a there's a there's a, a cancer a deep a deep dark cancer that that hits the town 
Jesus. So I yeah. I have a song. Okay. That's so dumb. But my friend actually, my good friend in front of the show, Kelly Garcia, uh, sent me a song recently on Facebook that said, hey, this reminds me of when we lived together. And it was Danny's song. What is that? It is Kenny Loggins and Jim Messina. And it's like, even though we ain't got money, I'm still oh. in love with you, honey. And it's like, I don't know why that like reminds her of the time we, but just the thought of someone being like, I heard this sweet song and thought about you. And it it chokes me up. It really does. That yeah yeah. And then another one. Oh, that's really cute. Yeah, but it's like a very sweet song. You know, like if you've heard it, it's very touching and it's super lame to really like Danny's song by Kenny Loggins and and Jim Messina. But there you go. That's right. That that gets me. Um, Marley and Me is a real one that I uh, actually cry to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Another one Pretty that much I don't anything want with to dogs. Have to cry like too. dogs because dogs are so good. They're such good boys. They're dogs are pure and they can't do bad things and if they do bad things it's not their fault. It's because of the people who raised them. Sometimes and... I cry thinking about the dogs or like if they're right. being particularly sweet or like there's a certain way our dog Raleigh looks at me that's just so sweet and pure and I just melt and I could tear up over that for sure. He's a good boy. Or like Oscar, like I do remember once cause I adopted him as an adult cat. I came home after being out at the bar to, to my cat, you know, alone in Brooklyn with just him. And I just held him. Like I sat on the floor and held him and just started crying cause I didn't get to see him as a kitten. And I was oh. like, I'll never, I'll never know what you looked like as a kid. I didn't know you then, but you're here now. And look at us. We found each other. We are friends. Well, that's nice. It is kind of, or it's a little crazy, but nice and crazy. Well, you were also I mean, drunk. I was also drunk. So yeah. Right. Okay. Well, but yeah, Marley and me, sure, sure fire away. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I care way more about dogs dying like, even, I think I cried during I Am Legend. <laughs> oh, I definitely cried during I Am Legend when he had to murder his dog. Because <laughs> he had to kill his dog. That's not a good movie. No, there's, no. There's but nothing I good about that definitely movie. definitely cried when the dog But died. I did cry just because they killed a dog. Yeah. Well, it's more like she was his only friend. Like, she was the only one. And then she uh... died protecting him. Yeah. And then she got, he let her get rabid. Like, he knew she was going to turn into a vampire monster. Yep. And he just waited to see. And then she likes, any, also anything where the dog kind of like, that's the other thing about Old Yeller that freaks people out so much is because he was such a good dog, but then he got rabies. And to see something you love turn on you in such an aggressive way is right. very frightening. And I think that primal, like, fear as well, that you come to realize that we live with these animals that could kill you if they wanted to. They're just so kind and pure and sweet that they don't even think about it. Right. So I think that's that's a part of it for me, too, is it also kind of scares me that I'm like, oh, my God, I live with three huge Labradors right now, and they could just decide they wanted to eat me, but I know that they never will, you know? Right. That's interesting. Uh... The last thing I have is watch literally any Pixar movie. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I mean, 
I watched, what did I watch recently? Ratatouille. Ratatouille didn't yeah. get me. I do love Ratatouille, though. I can't, I don't remember there being, like, a classic Pixar scene. Like, Finding Nemo has a scene at the beginning. Up has, like, Up was the, the big one. Like, Up Finding was Nemo, like, we're gonna Finding Nemo was bad. Life. Yeah. Finding Nemo was rough, but then they got to Up and they were like, okay, we've done sad stuff before. Let's really Let's just, just hit them with, like, this is how life is, kids. You're gonna, yeah. even if you have the best life together, you marry the girl you love most in the whole wide world. <laughs> And you live a beautiful, wonderful life. Maybe you can't have kids, and that causes you deep, deep sadness. But at the end, you get over God, it. God, no, you that's where it starts. You you it's... can't have kids, and that's sad, but you get through it together, you know? And it's like maybe life isn't perfect, but you still have each other. You still have your one love. And then she just fucking dies. And then she because dies. Because everyone gets old, and everyone dies eventually. And that really driving that like deep 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 in, into the the moral of the story for those kitties who haven't realized that everybody gets old and perishes and yeah. everybody dies alone like that is <laughs> like you are either going to leave the one you love behind or you're go you're going to get left you know and that I is was, I was gonna, a really I was harsh tell reality you... I was going to say that you should maybe back off a little bit, but this is, I mean, Pixar did this. Pixar did this. Like, this was something Pixar, Pixar did. did this to I us. I think we had to watch the aftermath of it. Yeah, like, and that, that was the first the five minutes of the movie. And then the rest of the movie <laughs> they, is like, they watch all, this they guy's you? life get they destroyed. They ruined your whole life. <laughs> and then said, okay, now we're going to start the movie. Now we're going to start. Like, you're like, what the fuck? What sadistic <laughs> shit is this? Like, <laughs> God. <laughs> just like guess what Look. Like we had toy story 2 we, happiness we saw... is an illusion and <laughs> <laughs> we saw how sad jesse's life was oh my god because she used to have oh god her and best the... friend was her owner and then her she owner emily by the way i was like oh, oh yeah thanks for that. how she rough was, was like, that as a kid it was so rough and i was like i'll <laughs> never i'm think choking up just thinking about it because they played that sarah mclaughlin song yeah. But <laughs> I was like, why did you choose a Sarah McLaughlin song for this moment, Pixar? And then, yeah, When You Loved Me is the song. It's called yeah. When You Loved Me. It's when Emily, you know, swore that she would be Jesse's best friend forever. But guess what? Love fades and everybody grows up. And thank you, Toy Story, for that. For that when I was a child. Because. Also, I after rewatching these movies. I think they they missed the mark. I think they've gotten much 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 better since Toy Story one. Yeah, well, you and I rewatched a lot of them together. Emily and I saw a BuzzFeed article that was quote a definitive ranking of every Disney Pixar movie, and this was when this was right after Inside Out came out, or right before. I think it was right as Inside I think Out. It was came right out. after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. uh... They did some bullshit. I can't remember what they did. The the ranking was all wonky, and we were like, we disagree with this almost one hundred percent. So we gotta let's let's start from scratch. Let's work out a grid, and we'll go through and we'll watch each Disney Pixar movie and try to do our own definitive ranking. And we got to what was the last thing we watched? Was it Finding Nemo? We didn't get very far. We only watched like we six movies. 
we got to Finding Nemo for sure. Yeah, we definitely watched Finding Nemo because after like putting numbers like a ranking out of 10 for the the categories that we set up that movie's a fucking masterpiece and anyone who tries to say otherwise finding nemo is the best is the best one it's an it's an incredible movie also if you go and look at literally any list of like any ranking that anyone's done of disney pixar movies that's like the one that always consistently makes it into the top five and there's a reason it's an incredible film it's so good just like I remember at the beginning, it was such a huge deal because they were hyping that movie for years before it came out. Yeah. And what they were hyping was the water texture. Yeah. Like they find that was the movie where they finally got water. Yeah. So because good. there are moments in like, Monsters Inc. They were where so they proud like of it. we watched Monsters Inc. and there's a couple times where water gets involved. Like Sully gets all wet at some point, and that's like. When you think back to when that movie came out, you're like, wow, that's an incredible texture that they got there. That's a huge deal. Well, but then Sully's Finding Nemo came deal. out after that, and it was just, like, perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, mind blown. And that was in, like, 2006. I, I, I'm going to trust you because you've been historically better at guessing when these things happen. <laughs> are... I don't know that one for sure, but it was, okay. it was early 2000s. It was early like, that's, days. That's crazy. Cray cray. Anyway, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna finish that definitive ranking at some point. Yeah, but watch all the Pixar movies. You'll cry many times. Yep. At least you will cry. You're okay. I think the guaranteed to cry in if you only if you've never seen it before. But the beginning of Finding Nemo definitely yep. got me. Uh, Up will destroy your life and make you never want to leave your house again. Yep. Uh, Inside Out got a lot of people too. Yeah, no, Inside Oh, Inside Out with fucking Toy Story 2. What? Let's look at this. Monsters Inc, dude. When he puts her uh, back in her room. When he puts her back, she has Boo has to go back. Holy That's shit. pretty sad. Um What happens in The Incredibles? Is The Incredibles sad at any point? The Incredibles yeah. is just a really fucking good movie. The Incredibles is awesome. I'm so excited for The Incredibles 2. Fucking finally. Wally. Oh, um, there are some like Wally, yeah, Wally will get you, for sure. What's the sad part in Wally? That are really sad. Like Evie leaves him. He's gonna lose Evie. Yeah. Or is it Eve? Is it Evie or Eve? It's Eve, and he the calls. The fact that he's he just alone. Eva. Yeah, I mean. Toy Story three. I mean, that's that's kind of a cheap shot, because that that was it was banking on all of our collective nostalgia to sort of ride it, but then they also uh, had all of the toys jump into an incinerator and accept death together. And that's kind yeah, of brutal. Yeah, that was like, yeah, it's a little <coughs> rough. It's a little bit rough. And, um, and then yeah, they show you Andy giving up his toys to somebody else, and that's a whole thing. God. Yeah, no. Andy's a little sh- shit. So, yeah. let's talk about how much Andy sucks for a minute. Uh, no, but all the Toy Stories are pretty pretty good at, at getting you choked yeah, up definitely. without growing up. And how you don't want to do it. Brave doesn't have really any moments right. that are... I do love Brave, though. I think we watched Brave together, too. No. I've never seen Brave, still. No. Non-Pixar movie that always makes me cry. I can't go into it. We have to finish this fucking yeah, episode. Yeah, we have to, we have to so wrap long. this episode up. Definitely. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. So that's how I cry. Just watch Pixar movies and punch your friends in the face. Yeah. And I think and be that a baby. 
is a really and be a baby. Yep. I think that's that's it. I think I think we did it, John. I think we did a very good job. Wonderful. Okay, a few people to thank here. Thank you so much to Tom Segudo for his song, Mr. Reject. Hey. If you'd like to hear more from Tom, you can go to the link we provided in the description below. And you can also hit him up at his YouTube channel, especially if you're looking to learn how to play some sweet, sweet riffs. So thanks so much again, Tom. Thank you to Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. If you want to find more from Ethan, you can go to ethangustafson.com. He's also working on a new project with another one of our friends and also past music guest, Drummond. Um, they've got, they're working on some projects and they'll have some work soon that I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to put on the podcast. But also we need to thank our the artist for our new cover art oh yeah we recently got some brand new cover art from natalie spitzel um i haven't actually spoken to her um about uh, like what link she wants me to post i'm not sure but you'll definitely be able to find a link in the description for her to find more of her work um i think she'll she'll probably be happy to do commissions if you if you want to do something like that um, but yeah, she did a wonderful, wonderful job with our our new cover art, and we're very, very happy with it. So thank you so much, Natalie. Yeah, thanks so much, Natalie. Um, Downtime with John Emily is sponsored by Audible.com. If you'd like a free 30-day trial to Audible and all the books it has on offer, please go to audibletrial.com slash downtime. Um, as we said before in the episode, we are always, always, always taking music submissions. If you know anyone who does music, if you do music, we accept everyone. We love everyone. And we want to hear your tunes. All genres. If you think your your music is like too weird or whatever, I don't, shut up. Stop thinking that. Stop it. And give us your music. Yeah, we're we're so proud to have musicians on every week we're really proud to show people new things to be able to expose people to uh different genres that they might think they they wouldn't have otherwise listened to so we're very happy to have this as a part of our podcast we want to keep doing it so please 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 submit um yeah and that all can be done through getdowny.com there is a submission link there or you can just email us at downtimesubs at gmail.com yep but yeah i think that's it Uh, Thank you so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. Make sure to tune in next week for How to Tie Your Shoes Without Waking Up the Neighbors. Our girl for you.